So the learning today should be a schus for a successful surgery for Daniel Yosef Bensaro, one of the Chabura uh, members of our halacha and dafiyamishir. So we discussed the concept of doing a bris shaloi bismanai on a Thursday or Friday, and there were those paisim, the tashbates primarily, that said one should not do that. Since in our halacha, that in Simon Reish Memches, in our Chaim, we were discussing the Gemara that says one should not travel out to sea within three days of Shabbos. And one of the concerns was Einik Shabbos, that a person will not have a pleasant Shabbos if they are seasick. So perhaps one should not be doing a bris milah if the child is not going to, you know, have Einik Shabbos. Additionally, and primarily, the concern by doing a bris milah, Shalab Ismani, on a Thursday or perhaps Friday would be that you might end up being mechal Shabbos for the child. And since within three days of Shabbos, I have to be concerned regarding chil Shabbos, don't put yourself in a situation. And the example of the Gemara was out, out at sea, where you will end up having to be mechal Shabbos to save your life. So don't put the, put yourself in a situation having a bris milah on a bris milah shalab where you're going to have to heat up the water so the child can take a bath or the like. So we brought that why we paskin, look in the Mishabura and all the We do not go with this. We will do a bris shalab even on Thursday or Friday. So one reason is that perhaps it's a mitzvah. And the Gemara itself said that Mishum mitzvah, one is allowed to travel within three days of Shabbos. Additionally, the Magan of Ram points out that we typically don't heat up water to bathe the, the tinok, the child, on the third day. So therefore, we are no longer concerned for this issue and one could do a bris milah But that raises the question that if it's not a mitzvah and maybe you know we mitigated the concern of heating up water, but what about elective surgery? So perhaps one should not put themselves in a situation where a, they will not have Einik Shabbos on Shabbos. If someone gets a surgery with anesthesia on Thursday or Friday, they'll be out on Shabbos. They won't be able to function properly on Shabbos. So maybe they should not be doing that because you are not having Einik Shabbos. Additionally, in some situations, the recovery itself perhaps requires one to violate Shabbos, maybe dealing with bandages or maybe having to go for a post-op checkup, whatever that is, one might put themselves in a situation where they would indeed have to violate Shabbos. So the question is, can one get uh, elective surgery within three days of Shabbos? So when we discuss, you know, surgery, medical care, so it's interesting that during COVID-19, this was a hot topic when many hospitals did not allow elective surgery to be done, at least during the first few weeks of the shutdowns. And there are various types of elective surgeries. You could have something that's, you know, not non-emergency, not rushing to the to the ER, but you really should get this done soon, right? So that that was what many people were complaining about, rightfully so, that they were not getting the care they needed because it wasn't deemed emergency, it was deemed elective surgery. And, you know, the longer you wait, the more risk one puts themselves in. Additionally, many non-emergency surgeries are you'll have the patient in pain, but it's not an emergency, but they're still in pain. So this does play a role in halacha. So let's break it up. You have non-emergency surgeries, but the longer you wait, the more risk uh, you, you are putting yourself into, or there's pain involved every single day 
let's say a person has, they hurt their arm or something, they don't have to get surgery today, but every single day they're, they're, they're in crazy pain. So that would be a, a consideration in halacha. Uh, another question would be, let's say someone you know throws out their shoulder playing ball and they go to their doctor, you got to get surgery at some point. At some point, they don't have to do it right now. They're not in pain. So that'll be another category of, you need to take care of it, but it doesn't have to be right away. There's, it's not urgent. And then you have probably the lowest level of what we, we would call elective surgery would be plastic surgery. Maybe someone's embarrassed how they look, how their nose looks, or maybe even lesser than that. Someone's fixing something, but they really, really don't require this. And there is actually a fascinating discussion in halacha regarding can one get elective surgeries and that havala you're hurting yourself. So the post can discuss. Well, you obviously are doing it for a reason, to look better. So Ramosha's Mako, Tzitzeliezer has a tshuva as well. So there is a, there's what to discuss in general, in, independent of right before Shabbos. But we have to just categorize. And whenever we're discussing elective surgery, you have to figure out, is it, you know, the longer you wait, the more risk, or it's on the other side of the scale is plastic surgery where the person's not really embarrassed. They think they look better, uh, you know, with this type of nose. So is that considered a tzarech? And would a person be allowed to do that within three days of Shabbos? So, l'halacha, there is what to say that one should be machmer, and when arranging or or figuring out your schedule don't make don't schedule your your surgery to been with to be within three days of shabbos now that is true however there are other factors involved first of all if a person's in pain or even a discomfort so then right away there's no reason to wait until let's say you have a choice to do surgery this wednesday or thursday or friday or wait till next week one should not do that additionally if the doctor won't be available, or let's say you have a top doctor who's only available on certain days, and you don't know when the next appointment will be, so this is a, a, a frequent uh, psak that people will get that you don't know when the next available surgery will be. So if they schedule you for a Friday morning, a Thursday Thursday afternoon, whatever it is, you should go for it because you don't know when the next available slot will be. Additionally, there are other factors involved that the place can discuss. That anything that any consideration will be made. Since this whole discussion is based on the halacha that is discussed by Brismila, based on one of the opinions of how to learn the isser of traveling on a boat three days before Shabbos, many of the poets can say that as long as there's some reason why you're doing it specifically within a few days of Shabbos, so then you're allowed to do that even if you end up not having oinik Shabbos, even if you end up, uh, you know, perhaps putting yourself in a, in a situation where you might end up having to be Mechal Shabbos to save your life. So what would be, you know, some considerations we mentioned? Someone's in pain or discomfort, the availability of a doctor, the availability of a person. The person has a schedule and they know that Friday, let's say, is a lighter day in the office. They're able to take off in the morning or, or in the afternoon, whatever. So maybe that would also be a factor. Additionally, let's say a person has a few days of recovery time and they know that if they do it on the weekend they'll be able to recover properly they'll have the Sunday they'll have maybe Monday whatever it won't be smack in the middle of the week and ruin their entire week and it'll be loss of Parnassah that would also be a factor or let's say someone needs help from their family members and their family members are typically off you know on the weekend or an extended weekend perhaps that would be another consideration of why a person could in fact go ahead and do 
their, their surgery within three days of Shabbos. However, if all else is equal, a person has the option. They tell you, okay, you can come in on a Tuesday or a Thursday, 1 o'clock p.m. There's no difference. You have the same job. You work for yourself. There'll be no f- other considerations, and you're literally flipping a coin. I want to go on Tuesday. They want to go on Thursday. So, yes, in that situation, I would tell you to to uh, be machmer and do it prior to within three days of Shabbos. Some of the shy the points can discuss regarding this would be maybe inducing labor. Sometimes, you know, that itself is a shy. Can a person induce labor? There's some interesting halachic literature on it. We'll save it for a different time. But assuming one's doing it just for convenience purposes, I don't know, let's say a person is, uh, is due right around the end of the year and they want to save money on their tax, they get more money on their tax returns, so they want to give birth December 31st, so they'll have the uh, tax credit or whatever state you live in, your deductible for uh, another child. So can they induce their labor right before the end of the year? That's a good halacha question in general, inducing labor. But specifically here, if it's right before Shabbos, you're doing that, you are doing elective surgery, you're doing something electively, and uh, perhaps one should not do that. that. That would be a factor if you're doing it on a Friday or a Thursday, that is literally right before Shabbos. Okay, moving on to one more halacha. There's a uh, discussion which is somewhat based on this sugya. Does a person have to go out of their way to put themselves in a situation that that when Shabbos comes in, they will limit their Chilo Shabbos. This question comes up for a woman who's, pre- who's, uh, who's, who's expecting, and she's already in her ninth month, and, you know, any day she's, she's expecting to go to the hospital. So does she have to, you know, move into a home that's right near the hospital? Do you have to, let's say you have a family member that lives near a hospital, do you have to go there for Shabbos? Or do we say, no, do whatever you want, wherever, whatever, wherever you're hanging out anyways in Shabbos, there'll be no problem. So there's a... Uh, there's a Sefer Hasidim, which is quoted by the Magan Avram in Simon Shin Lamed, that says, Roy, that it's fitting for Yerushimayim or Hasid, different words that Chornim uh, discuss, that they should limit what they would end up being Machal Shabbos. So, at the very least, the contemporary person say you should have maybe a bag to go with, you know, something set in advance. Let's say you know you're going to take a car service, so perhaps put away, you know, money. Or today, Uber is probably better than any of those things, any of those options. It limits your Haitzah and other issues however to move into you know to take out an apartment or a hotel room near a hospital so there's a fascinating chuva in the minchas asher of asher weiss shlita so in his first safer uh shalas for chuva safer minchas asher chelik aleph has a beautiful chuva on this and he actually quotes the messiah sasharim regarding what's called you know chasidus and when it is proper and he 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 says as a uh, psak across the board one should not even consider this that typically what people end up doing is they end up ruining their Shabbos by forcing their husband to go somewhere or it costs more money to do these things. A person should do whatever, wherever you were hanging out, wherever you planned on being for Shabbos, there's no problem because right now you don't know that you're going in the next day on Shabbos. So you let it go, go away for Shabbos perhaps. You have to uh, you don't have to specifically go near the hospital. So there would uh, not be a concern. There is a room, you know, Milsa de Hasidus. Let's say a person's invited to two different, uh, you know, locations for Shabbos. They have a sibling in Lakewood, a sibling in Muncie, whatever. And they, you know, all else is equal. Same good food or bad food, whatever it is. The only consideration is, you know, one of them is further away from the hospital and the other one isn't. Maybe that's a good excuse to avoid going to your other brother-in-law. Fine. But uh, otherwise, for the most part, we tell people that whatever you can, set aside money, set aside 
uh, a bag to take along, very nice. That's only and it's based on this halacha that a person should try to avoid putting themselves in a situation of chilas Shabbos. But to move, to do anything that's a tremendous tircha, chazal were never, never obligated us to do that. Especially if you're going to end up ruining your Einik Shabbos, that would not be recommended or required. And uh, therefore, for for the most part, the poskim do not tell people to specifically, you know, go closer to the hospital before Shabbos. Now, again, it might be a, a wise idea if a person is is uh, is due and you are, you know, 100 miles away from your hospital, that might not be the best medical advice anyways, but uh, speak with your uh, with your OB prior to making your Shabbos plans. Okay, so Mirta Shem, we will uh, take a, a few-day break for uh, on our 12-minute halacha share. When we resume, we will jump into the halachas of halachas neiros, the next klal. So we're going to get into some... Uh, exciting and interesting discussions regarding uh, Shabbos candles. What's the source for lighting candles on Shabbos? What's the reason? Where should you light it if you're a guest by someone's house? What about today? We have early Shabbos in uh, in our uh, our season right now is early Shabbos season. How early can you light? And uh, it's an interesting Shabbos. Many single people light, many single men light Shabbos candles. And the question is, how do they go to the early mincha? If you have a, a plag mincha, so you're davening a plag, how are you going to light candles? So it's just a very interesting, uh, many halachas we'll talk about. Hotels, where to light. And uh, if you're a guest by someone's house, are you allowed to make a bracha on your candles? You're adding anything? They already have lights. What about today? You have electricity, you have, you have light bulbs. Your candles are not giving you any light. So Mr. Shem will discuss all these things when we resume the 12-minute halacha podcast. Have a wonderful week.